Can I just have a word? Can I have a word with you? I feel it like it doesn't work. work. <laughs> Would you let me speak? Okay, do it. <laughs> okay, go. Welcome to the Nail Polish Sisters. Chef's kiss. Okay. Okay, welcome back to another episode of the Nail Polish Sisters. Welcome back <laughs> to, to Mr. G's room. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Jamie and Bella's show. Jamie and Bella's show. At this point, call it whatever you want. And we're here and we're doing a show and that's what matters. Well, let's get right into it. Yeah, let's How do that. How does that sound? Why don't we do that? Uh, Why don't we do that? Yeah. Today. Today. Uh, we will be. We will be. Discussing double standards. Double in standards. Life. In life. And before we dive right into it, as we say, we want to preface it with the fact that these opinions are coming from two young women Very in their young. early 20s. Very early. Talking about experiences they've had themselves. They being uh, None of this is fact. It's actually all opinion. (laughs) Like, all of it is an opinion. Maybe we had one quote. There was maybe one quote from the National Traffic Highway Patrol, National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. But other than that, (laughs) other than that, all opinions. Yeah, for real. So just... I just want to, we want to really make that clear going into it because these opinions will probably change as we get older. We're talking from a place of what we know, what we've gone through, the people we've been around. Yeah, you said it perfectly. So, and while we have them here. Oh, right. We've got to tell you about tell something. Em. I tell them. Tell them. I tell them. You tell them. So today, between Bella and Lauren, our producer, we have set up our own version of a studio. We're very excited about it. Yes, we are. Um, we call it our girl time. Mm-hmm. We we girled this room. We girled it. Um, you look at each other and you go, girl, 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 girl. And Let's girl, girl you this. move things. Yes, you move things. You, you organize. organize. Yeah, girl, girl, girl. So, by the way, we're very excited about this. Yes, it's literally two chairs. And some beautiful lights brought to us by our producer and some lovely like cameras and box crates and mm. candles and drinks, drinks and, and photos, and flowers and, and everything and sex. That too. So sex. I feel like. It, yes. Yeah. It just doesn't go down right in an intro if I'm not talking about something sexual at this point. So you just had to say sex. Yes. Yeah, sex period. OK. Well, don't worry. You talk a lot about it. Oh, great. In the main segment. Amazing. We love me for that. We love you for that. Um, So, yeah, I think I think we've covered the basis (laughs) on please don't don't like get your panties in a wad over. I hate the word panties, but that's my own problem. Why? Panties. Ew. What do you call them? Underwear? You call them panties? No. You put my panties on. You fucking 80. No, but underwear is such a long word. Undies. Undies? That's worse than G string. <laughs> That's worse than Bong. Pan- Ew. panties. Pant- panties. I mean, I've never said, let me put all this pair of panties. <laughs> but 
panties. Underwear is weird. What do I call it? Yeah, what do I call it? I need to put on underwear. Underwear. Yeah. Yeah. Because it goes under what you're wearing. <laughs> okay, well, I actually got to go change out of these panties. Stop! <laughs> I'm going to command, though. <laughs> Please rate, like, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Good. Let's get into it. Let's get right into it. Start us off, baby. I'll start us off. Double standards. Double mother fucking standards. They're everywhere. Everywhere you look. Everywhere. Everywhere. All at once. <laughs> what is it? Anywhere, everywhere, all at everything, once. Everything, everywhere, all at once. But everywhere, everywhere, all at once works too. Everywhere, comma, everywhere, all, all at, at once. once. Double standards. Oof. Where to begin on the double standard? That is the question. I know where to begin. You tell me. Let's talk about one of something that you're very passionate about. Okay. Which is shaving. Mm. Shaving under the armpits. Shaving of the legs. Shaving of the p Let's just get down <laughs> and dirty. You know what? I don't, yeah. know how, I don't know if you feel this way, but I'm, I'm just ready to leave it all on the table. Let's leave it all on the table. This we, is it. We only have today. We only have right now. So let's talk about present shaving. moment, baby. Shaving. So okay. You start off and I will I will jump. So in. I have what I would consider a different take on shaving. And it is my own personal opinion. I'm not saying I am right. I just need to preface it with that. But I think have hair wherever you want to have hair. On your face, on your arms, on your legs. Sure. But you forgot put on your on your ball sack. I don't care. On your ball sack, Gary. Shaving armpits. Armpits but is where we're going today in my rant of things. Because I think everyone should shave under their armpits. I don't think it should be women only do it. I think everyone should because it's very particular. But your hair holds on to the bacteria that is released from your armpits. That does not smell good. And just <laughs> not smell good. And I think that... If we all just collectively came together and decided, let's shave our armpits, we would all smell better. I have to agree with you in the sense that, like, what would men be missing if they didn't have armpit hair? And that their answer, masculinity? No, nothing. exactly. I feel you and I feel like your take on that. And I agree. And I one up you with mm -hmm. the fact that and bringing it, looping it back to the double standard is how much money, at least personally, I yeah. have had to spend on trying to make my armpits not have hair so it doesn't gross other people out. Yep. And that's where I say, like, you want to grow your armpit hair out, do it, you know, because and there was a time there was a time there was. where I was like, you know what? I don't want to fucking deal with this. But then I started to smell bad and then I had to. But listen, I have to shave every single day. Most women do day under my armpits. Same until I lasered. Yeah, you're Shout really out lasers. Smart. But again, that's expensive. It's expensive. And also, I did some research before we decided to go into this specifically about men's razors and women's razors. First off, women's razors, more expensive. Second, not as good. I was about to say, I use a man's razor. 
If you think it is angled specifically to get the hair close to your face, like just normal razors. And they're like, yeah, women don't need that. Mm. Mm. I beg to differ. I need that. I do be begging. I to have differ thick, too. coarse Italian hair and I need it to be a sharp blade. Yes. And it's just annoying. Double standard. Why? Like women's razors are shit. It's fucking offensive. It is. When I tell two you two blades, but also two doesn't even get the hair. How many times that I have to re go over mm-hmm. my leg when I'm mm-hmm. using a woman's razor? This is actually rude. Also, just having to pay for things, tampons. Oh, by the way, and I, can I say this? Mm-hmm. So I was watching Chelsea Handler's special recently, and I will say I really, really enjoyed this past special. Haven't seen all of her stuff. Can't say anything about her. Okay, but can say about this special because I've seen it. She talks about her boyfriend at the time, who's this man named Joe Coy, who's mm-hmm. a comedian, and he is hilarious, first of all. Second of all, she was telling this story that one time she was like, oh, I really, I need to get tampons. I'll be right back. They were like in a hotel or something. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, you stay here. Let me go get you tampons because wow. you've been paying for those for so many years and you will never pay for them again as long as you're with me. Ex- get you a man. By the way, no, 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 not even get... That should be a rule. Yeah. That should be a like. No, the rule should be we should not have to pay for them. It should Period. be. Yeah, they should be free. Period. Pun intended. Pun intended. By the way, I hate periods. And it's just double Another standard. Another double alone. standard. Why do I have to bleed monthly? And also on top of that, the double standard of like the fact that we have to take pills so that we don't cause an inconvenience for men. Mm. Okay. And then. We also have to have these hormones in our bodies all the time because men don't feel like wearing condoms. So we have to extra protect ourselves. Then men we suck. Have, yes. And then we have hormones. And then if we are having a bad day, it's, oh, is it your pill? Oh, are you, oh is are it you your moody? period? No. You try it for a fucking month. One month. Have my hormones for One a month. month. I dare you. I, I dare you I, to survive. With what is coursing through my body on the daily. Oh, man. Oh, man. Ooh. When I tell you I've cried over a grass blade. Oh, I understand that. Oh, girl. I've cried over anything you can think of. That's what I'm saying. And is it a pill or is it us? We won't get. We don't. We don't know. get to know. We don't get the privilege to know. And do you know what else? This is just biological, so it's not really anything we can control. But their hormones... 24-hour cycle. Our hormones, 30 days. Wait, yeah. wait, wait. You know how men wake up and they're like, I'm feeling productive. I'm going to go do things. Yeah. It's because every day their hormones are the same. That's why we have like one or two days of being like, I'm going to get all this shit done, productivity. It's because our hormones are actually faulting us. And so I think the women gender is superior. It's true. You heard it here first, folks. If you have a vagina, you're superior. I love that on this note card, you wrote question from Bella dash. <laughs> like, obviously, I know you wrote that, but it's funny it's for me. I know, but it's just really funny. <laughs> um, Another thing I have to say about men and <laughs> sorry, men, we gonna lose some followers today, bro. This if, is one. If Eric Good Vibes is who I think he is, he's going to still support us. To this. You're right. He will. And we are not trying to offend you. We love you. You're a supporter. So that means you like women. But what I was going to say is, and this will bring us into something bigger that I'm sure of. 
But that I'm sure of. Baseline. When I was younger, I had someone say like, ew, you have hair on your arms and said it to my sister too. And because we are Italian women, we have thick hair. Sorry. What do you want me to Italian do about stallion. it? Italian stallion. We're Italian okay. stallions. And that day I was very insecure about my hair. I lasered it all off to give credit to the boys who were saying it. They were boys. Like no one knows what they're talking about at that age. But like the fact that they're like, ew, girls who have hairs on their arm, it's gross. Another thing I remember someone saying to me once, it was like, oh, yeah, if you have hair on your upper lip, we can feel it when we're kissing you. And I was like, yeah, and Wait, I can feel your upper lip hair. Fuck please you. Hold. Checking for lip hair. But regardless, it's like, okay, and why can you have upper hair lip? And it's fine. But if I have it, it's not okay. Uh, and it's hair gross. Lip. <laughs> upper lip hair. Upper hair I'm lip. sorry. Fuck I was really you, in upper it. Upper hair lip. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> that was synchronicity on a level I didn't know oh existed. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. Fuck you, upper hair fuck lip. Yeah, upper hair lip. Upper lip hair. I'm sorry. It just like, it really hurts your feelings at a young age when, I don't know, when people are commenting on it. And then what you slowly see as you get older is, Men still comment on women's looks and hair by and the way. hair. But by, I heard someone say this. I don't know if it was on a special or for half in my life because everything is blurred at this point. Mm-hmm. But some guy said, like, if you're concerned about women's hair on their vagina, you're a fucking you're a tool. Yeah, you're a tool. Well, then you're just a total misogynist because you're focused on like the trophy wife or the trophy girlfriend or like finding the person that fits and look whatever mold works for you but also again just know and like to take this out of the hate and just in so that you guys can sympathize men who listen like we have to do a lot of things as women to look presentable quote unquote for you guys yeah and upkeep and stuff like that and so we're complaining about it in a funny way but it actually kind of sucks sometimes so just be nice be nice and before you speak think will this be beneficial yeah. Because if it won't, just keep your mouth shut. Honestly, like as Jamie once said, you can lie. You can also not say, say what's it. on your mind. Do you remember when I got my, I was feeling really insecure about my arm hair. I think it was last summer. And so I got it waxed. Yes. And remember we went away and we were in the sun and I was in bathing suits and I got like crazy hives on my yeah. arms and it was actually like, it was really bad. I was like really insecure about it. Like I wouldn't wear any, I wouldn't take any. No tank tops. No nothing. tank tops. I had to wear, cause I was just nervous that people were going to be looking at my arms all day and thinking there was something wrong with me. And it was only because I just wanted to have them clean. So if people did look at me that it would be okay. Okay. Moving on. This is a big one for me. All right. Um, driving. Mm-hmm. Because I've heard over the years, I'm not going to name names. Cause it's not nice, but People have said that women are bad drivers. Passenger princess. Yeah, that whole thing is so weird. And also girls use it as like a, oh, like I'm a passenger princess. Like, look at me kind of thing. My guy drives me around. Drive. I can drive myself. I can drive too. And to add on to that, because I feel like oftentimes women get deemed bad drivers. And let me just pull up a little statistic. According to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, men cause on average 6.1 million accidents annually. 
compared to the 4.4 million caused by women annually. You cause 2 million more accidents. That's a big number. Both are big numbers, but still. Yes. 2 million. This is like not in the tangent of, well, it kind of is. I just saw this happen recently and my mind was a little blown. There was a person and he had seen that another woman was being like mistreated by their significant other. And he was up in arms about it, like pissed off. In what way was, what do you mean? I can't really go into details or it'll just give it all away, but like was up in arms about it. How dare that? I didn't know this was happening. How could I be friends with this person? Blah, blah, blah. He, he being the man really upset about it. Then they all go out one night and Mr. Mr. gets a little too touchy feely without consent. As this poor woman is working through her own trauma and heartbreak, this guy has the audacity to think she wants me. Oh, man. Oh, man. That one just sent me. Okay, well, let's let's move this in a productive way. Okay. Which is the passionate topic we have to talk about, which is like mm-hmm. things that men do that if women did would be in insane. Yeah. And I don't even like the word insane or crazy because I, I fear that I am that maybe you are not. I, in a lot of ways I am. And I like it about myself. I accept it and I'm okay with it. But like in terms of crazy, when it comes to guys, I think every woman fears that because there is this in place thing of if you do something a little a off. little off the beaten path, you darn crazy. I have a story for that. Oh, hit that, me with it. That you were a part of. So may I jog your memory? I was dating this guy, piece of shit. And sometimes he wouldn't respond to me. Not like he was ignoring me, but like sometimes he would be quote unquote busy and like I wouldn't get a response for an hour, let's say. Hours. Would, hours. I wouldn't blow up his phone. I wouldn't call. Like I'm not, I'm, I was just like, okay, maybe you're busy. Like I'll give you your space, whatever it may be. And I was at dinner once with Jamie and our other friend and my phone starts ringing and I like silence it and I put it down, rings again, silence it, put it down, rings again, rings again, rings again, keeps ringing, ring, 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 13 missed calls, a text to Jamie. Hey, are you with Bella? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If I were to do that to said person, I would be deemed crazy, not only by him, by his friends. But honestly, I thought it was pretty fucking crazy that he did that also but like there's a double standard in the sense that it didn't come across like i wasn't insulted by it i was more just like oh okay like is something wrong are you okay like why are you he's like i need to figure out plans i'm like okay count me out i don't want to be a part of these plans just do your own thing but it goes into the bigger idea of that if a woman were to do that it comes men are able to write them off as crazy and like oh i don't want to be with her she's not she blew up my phone 10 times i'm gonna block her number like what Yeah. I also think it's, it's different maybe in relationships versus not, but even that's fair, but it goes into the double standard of like, if a guy did that outside of a relationship, they're chasing, Mm -hmm. they're being persistent, Mm -hmm. they're being like what they should be doing, you know? Yeah. And like, if a girl, if a girl girl was to call a guy on guys night four times, oh no. No, no. You never get in texted you're again. You're obsessive. You're, a, you're, yeah. She's controlling. Like all she of these. She doesn't want me to spend time with my friends. Blah, blah, blah. Red flag. Red mm. flag. Yeah. Suck my dick. <laughs> Suck my dick. Suck my metaphorical dick. Well, okay. For instance, I'll use an example of like okay. 
the guy that I am seeing, mm -hmm. for instance, like there was one time where he was away for like, I, he was, he was out for like a long period of time. And like, I think it was you who said to me, you're like, you can call him. Yeah. Like you're at a level in which you can call him and he like, that's fine. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't, I just don't want him to think that I'm trying to intrude on his time. And really I was just like calling to say like, Hey, like, yeah. hope you're having a good day, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? But it's like, you have to, that's another thing that I just feel like girls need to know is like, it's part of it's the, okay. the anti-double standard in a way that I feel like we preach where it's like, obviously don't blow up anyone's phone for both sides. Both yeah. parties should not blow up. If someone's not answering you, just cool it for like two seconds. Yeah. They'll answer you eventually. We're all on our phones a lot. But the other side of it of like, you're also allowed to be in control. And, and that's the thing of like the craziness of it all, where it's like, it feels like even if you want to do something, you're so scared of looking crazy, you don't end up doing it. When in reality, it's actually completely normal and no one would think you're crazy, but there's so many ideas in your own head that mm -hmm. it feels crazy to do it. Yeah. So we're here to reassure you that don't blow up someone's phone, but also if you would like to speak to someone, reach out to them. That is okay. Going into that, even just when we were starting to set up this podcast, Double Standard, mm -hmm. I was like, I need to cover up my tits mm -hmm. because they have grown large. And I like I literally said to Bella, I was like, I don't want if for some reason this, you know, like my boobs were even just like cleavage were on a video on an Instagram. I wouldn't want boys. I know like sending that around or yeah. like talking about it. Or I just like, I wear very covering clothes all the time because I don't want comments to be made about me. Yeah. Either way, you know Skinny what I or mean? Not. Skinny or not, you know what? Big boobs or not big butt or not. Like I just don't want people also, commenting on that. Sometimes people think it's a compliment to talk to you about your body and rarely is it a compliment. So the advice across the board is like, don't tell anyone anything. You're like, you look beautiful. I love you in that dress. Of course, say it. But if you're like, oh my God, your ass got so big. Way to go. It's like, maybe I didn't want my ass to be big. Do you ever think about that? Or maybe I want it to be bigger and you're telling me it's flat. Whatever it may be. Sometimes just don't female bodies are off limits is all what I have to say about that. Well, that's what I really don't like about social media mm -hmm. is it presents so many opportunities to make comments about only the physical. Yeah. And it's perpetuating this idea that that's okay for everybody to do in reality or on social media. Do you know what I mean? Because people only really get their information now from social media. Totally. And then take that as like, oh, if they say it online or they're like, okay, talking about their weight online, then I can say that to a person I know in real time. No, you fucking can't. Mm-hmm. No, you can't. No, you can't. It's all a middle ground. And I think that's what we're working for here at the Nail Polish Sister And also like podcast. what we have the biggest questions about, you know, like yeah. even if it doesn't apply to us, it's like the larger question of, you know, how do you be a really confident, independent woman who can take care of herself, but also like enjoy being taken care of in some aspects mm -hmm. without losing all of that stuff or being like, codependent or or desperate or like you know what i mean yeah or like wanting love like every fucking human being does 
you know? 100%. And like men wanting love and men taking care of their needs sexually or like emotionally. You, I could never be like, I have my needs. Like <laughs> sexually, I have my needs. I would be a, like, I would be considered a whore or like a person who sleeps around her. Which lot. is crazy. Like, that's not fair. No. It's the idea of that we were talking about, which is with double standards comes the biggest one of all. And it is men versus women and their sexual escapades. Yeah. It's is the only way I can put it. And it's if a man sleeps around, if a man gets with women, oh, he's a player. He's so cool. Like he's hooked he up with this anyone. many women. He can get anyone. If a woman does it, she's deemed a whore. She's a slut. Guys then are like, I don't want to get with her. She's gross. She's hooked up with this many guys. Um, or or take it even further. That's their brand. That becomes their brand. Yeah. It's like this person who's sexually free and sleeps with every, like, and that's like, they can't really break out of that because society doesn't really let them. Mm-hmm. Or like they've taught people that like, once that person is like that, that's how they are. And like, yeah. it's not, it's one part of their life. It's a fraction of something that they enjoy. And like, you're lucky enough that they're fucking sharing it with you. That's what I have to say about Facts. that. All right, guys, next one movies mm-hmm. and this one specifically the devil wears prada voice mm-hmm. the wolf of wall street oh versus yes versus yes, against voice 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 uh, the wolf of wall street why is it that when she's working she's the devil and that friggin jordan belfort's a king yeah and also a motivational speaker making millions of dollars again so I think that's all we have to say about that yeah i don't drop. think there's any further discussion around that one but her name is the devil in the title and his name is the wolf and also loki she's just a bad bitch so she's Did literally you hear that what she's the devil and he's a wolf yeah just that <laughs> alone <laughs> she's the devil who wears prada mean and he's the wolf of wall street Good. that's a compliment yeah <sighs> and next time you guys are watching a movie you can try the bechdel test which is If two women are in a room speaking about a scene and the conversation is not revolving around a man, passes. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't pass. I think you'll find yourself sad with that information. And also what we learned recently from our producer, Lauren, Mm -hmm. a queen, is the concept of chick lit. Chick lit. Let's talk about chick lit. Just the name itself I find irritating. Is it like a play on green lit? No. Or it's just like chick, chick literature. literature. For, uh. for chicks. First off, the word chick, no. Also, anybody freaking tell me that guys would not love the notebook if they just gave it a chance. 100%. Just saying. 100%. That is true. Or most of those movies. I think the issue with chick lit that I really don't like is that like it's deemed as like this is books for women and it's romance related. Like you learn a lot in those books too. And there's fun stories and there are sad stories and there's like real life stuff that happens in those books. And it's crazy to think that many people are writing them off because it doesn't feel like at the caliber of like an educational book where like, I'm going to be smart and I'm going to read this book because like, I want to tell people I read F Scott Fitzgerald when it's like, you could also read Colleen Hoover. Mm -hmm. Her books are really good. And also what you said earlier to me, like, why can't they just call it a novel? Yeah. Like, why can't they just call it a book and put it in with the other books and let people decide what they would like to read? Mm -hmm. Opposed to being like, this is for chicks. Yeah. And this is not. 
All right, Jamie, this one's for you. All right, hit me. Because we talked about it earlier and we said we would discuss it here. What is your take on women taking the husband's last name? Mm. Well, I want my last name. And I think this might be specific to me, but I like my last name and there's not a lot of people with my last name and I just want it. It's fair. But I do think that I think that my kids would take my husband's. That's also name. But I don't know if I would or if I would add it. I just don't think I would take the last name at all. That's fair. But I don't know. I guess that can change because I guess all that changes like when like, you know how people are always like, oh, I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to have kids. And then like when you meet the person that would like make you want to have kids, yeah. you do. And like that could be the same for me when it comes to marriage, where it's like if I feel like I want to have kids with that person, that like it would make it better for my kids to have yeah. their father's last name than I would. That's but like yeah. I would not want to be referred to anything other than Jamie Belushi, you know, like there's not a name in the world that I would trade for mine. And not just because of like, no, you just have a good last name. Yeah. It's just like, it would sound weird to me. Like it would make me feel really like tied. To but something. one has been crazy. Think about like your mom and my mom. Yeah, I know. Like, doesn't that, it's so weird to you and to me. It's like, we only know them as them with yeah, our with, father's last names. I know. And also too, what's interesting is like when people get divorced, sometimes they keep the, they last, keep the name. last name. Yeah. In Italy, they passed a law where now babies take both parents' last names, which is I interesting. Love that. I'm not mad about that either, by the a way. A little hyphenation for you. We would just like to point out the fact that these are all, first of all, completely our personal perspectives on things, but also our perspective from two young girls in their early 20s who have only seen what we have seen and known what we have known and grew up in the city of Los Angeles. Yeah, and don't hold us accountable to it because I guarantee in five years, we're gonna have a very different perspective on a lot of things. Yes. So just for now, just know these are our opinions. Opinions change. But also like our sample bias. Like this is all Yeah, this is what we know. This is what we know. And like, this is actual interactions that have happened to us to make us think this. We're not just grabbing this from like the fucking sky. These are things that come up in our lives that we thought we should share with you guys. But we want also like, we want to hear from you guys. If you feel differently about this, let us know. We do not take offense. We actually enjoy Mm -hmm. learning about those things so that maybe we could change our perspective on it. We're not, we're not set in our ways. We're very moldable and impressionable at this age. And we love to hear all different sides. And we'll be right back with our favorite segment. Surprise, mother Welcome back to another segment of Surprise, mother Lauren today sent us an article called, named, what's it, what would I say it? The title of, Jeremy Strong responded to his Succession co-star's comments about his quote unquote, annoying method acting after Brian Cox absolutely dragged him for how he behaves on set. This is a BuzzFeed article. This is so near and dear to my heart. I loved it. So every bit of it. I loved every bit of it. I actually was laughing out loud. I know. I was sitting there as you read it. She kept being like, oh, I can't say anything. (laughs) For anyone who does watch Succession. For anyone who doesn't. For anyone who doesn't watch Succession. His character is, how do you put it nicely? Well, for anybody who hasn't watched Succession, 
at all. It's, Watch it. <laughs> absolutely. Turn on your TV right now. But it's basically like a family drama. And the dad, the patriarch character, who is Brian Cox, who is Logan Roy in the show, basically is like a billionaire business guy. Yeah. Um, and Jeremy Strong is his son. And they have very much a tumultuous relationship in the show and apparently outside the show. I think also the reason it's all getting like very misconstrued is because the way Jeremy Strong acts as Kendall in the show is like, he's definitely not the most likable character. You root for him, but you don't like him is what I would say. And I think the qualities that it seems to be that are coming in and out of real life and the show is what everyone's talking about. So I think that's maybe why people are being rubbed the wrong way a little bit because Kendall is kind of not the nicest yeah. of them all on the show. For those of you that don't know what method acting is, it is basically when you have no differentiation between your character and yourself anymore. It's just you are the character that you're playing and that's how you live your life outside on and off the screen on and off the screen in your life until that show is done so now you can say it oh i start sure do you want to start go for it okay two men <laughs> i love so much for completely different reasons mm -hmm. but actually like if there was a bus and either of them were standing near me, I would jump in front of the bus. Like, genuinely, I would. For them? Yes, because they, they need to keep making art, both of them. Okay. I love Jeremy Strong with, a, like, a deep, deep passion. Brian Cox is... I wish I could reincarnate as him. <laughs> he is the most amazing person in the world. And, like, I only have positive things to say about both of them, but this article just really made me laugh because yeah. I was like, first of all... What does Jeremy Strong's wife think about all of this? Like, that's what I'm curious about. Is he married? Yeah, his kids. Oh. And I just want to know, like, when he's in Jeremy character, these are, like, the questions. When I he's Kendall? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Kendall. Kendall. Um, Kendall. But I just, like, it's more so a question thing for me of, like, I, it makes me think about actually, like, what he's, like, how he operates his life more so than what he's doing mm -hmm. is anything. I don't think it's annoying. I think he should do whatever he wants as long as he's not being rude to other people. Yeah. And also I think a big part of it that gets taken out of context, because obviously you can like clickbait a title with like Brian Cox calls Jeremy strong, <laughs> fucking annoying. But if you read it in it, he talks about how talented he is. He's great. And he like thinks he's amazing. And it doesn't take away from the fact that he's doing his job and he's doing it well, but his main perspective is what you're saying, which mm -hmm. is like, just be a little kinder to yourself, dude. I thought it was funny. He said something or along the lines of like, it's some twisted American disease where you can't separate from your character or something. He called it a, a disease. Yeah. An actual disease. But it's funny too, because like Brian is doing God's work. Yeah. He's doing God's but work. But he learned a Logan. different, yeah, he learned something different. It's different training. And it's also different, like how your brain is wired and how, your ability to separate yeah. from your characters because maybe some people just weren't taught that and do it subconsciously. So you just never know. Yeah. He like takes it on, I think a little too much. It's just funny because everyone who they're all being really respectful towards him and his process while also calling him annoying, which I yeah. think is hilarious where they're like, yeah, he's great. He's doing a good job. But like I wouldn't fucking do it. And it's fucking annoying that he's doing it. 
It's interesting. Yeah, I think I agree. Like, it's weird that it's being taken out to the public. Yeah. Because I think those are things and it's a bigger issue I have with life that everything is just as we're talking on a podcast. So exposed. But here's my next question for you. Do you think it's really good marketing? Mm. Yeah. As Succession season four is about to drop, now they're commenting on it. Now they're doing this. This didn't happen really in the beginning. There's just a part of it mm. where the way Succession left off, it feels it's like a fire. Yeah, it feels like this is good press for Succession as well because now people this is the family that drama mm. that we're all involved in. And now they're putting it on the real people who are a part of it. That's really interesting. And I I would have to think about that conspiracy. But I am not Welcome to my brain. <laughs> yes. But no, I, I'm like that's where we differ. I didn't I I take I took that as complete yeah. upfront and honest. But at the same time, now I'm thinking about it and I'm like, now everybody's gonna have that idea walking into season four. And everyone's going to be like, oh, th this is what they're actually, they feel like they have an inside yeah. look at what's happening, but they don't. I mean, honestly, say what you want about Jeremy Strong, but he handles himself really well. Yeah, he does. And I genuinely think that he's a guy who just fucking loves his job. I mean, he's doing it. And like, you see him, you watch the show, he's doing it. Yeah, he really is doing it. And he's so good. Yeah. He's so good. And like method or not, People can have their opinions about it, but at the end of the day, they're doing it. So they should choose what they would like to do. Oh, this was another thing. I was trying to scroll to find it. Scroll, girl, scroll. But what he said was he was less bothered about how people, the actors he worked with felt like the opinions on him were. But what he was really upset by was how exposed he was by all of this, mm. which I think is interesting. Well, because it's his private process. You know what I mean? And like, that article that was written about him a long time ago that just painted him to be such a fucking... Yeah. Like, what a bummer. Like... Such a bummer. Such a bummer for him because that's so not what he meant. And, like, as anybody who knows how things can get... Words can get taken and spun and yeah. then turned around and used against you. Like, he was literally just trying to share with the world that, like, he found something that works for him and it's, like, an incredible experience. And someone took that and was like he's method, he's crazy, he's blah, blah, blah. Like, fuck that. Yeah. Double standards on Jeremy Strong. Double friggin' standards on him. Uh, hot take? Hot takes. People need to stop at stop signs. That's why they're there. It's a really good hot take. That is why they are there. Hot take. Moisturize your skin. Mmm, good one. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Please rate, like, and subscribe on Apple and Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nail Polish Sisters is hosted and produced by Jamie Belushi and Bella Giannulli. Produced by Lauren Boone. Edited by Jordan Fair. Original music by Joey Cars. The, the Nail, Nail Polish, Polish Sisters, Sisters is a Gulfstream Studios production. And if you've made it this far, 100 points. <laughs> <laughs>